0: Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors, where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly.
1: Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I'm Jen Mertland, and I'm here with my constant opponent, Monica Weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Each episode, we choose a different real estate topic to battle about, and we go toe to toe arguing our differing opinions.
0: Our number one goal, though, as you guys know, is just to help you, help you, the realtor, the fearless realtor, find a path that feels authentic to you. Because when you build a business based on a style and a set of standards that truly fits who you are, that's when your business will thrive and you'll love what you do. And isn't that what we're trying to do here, Jen? Just get everybody to be that's happy. true. Be happy. All right. So during today's throwdown, Jen and I are going to be duking it out over this question. Should agents cap their commission on higher priced homes? Should you ever cap your commission? And this really kind of nods to, are agents overpaid in some way sometimes? I mean, it kind of all (laughs) bundles in with that. (laughs) So oh, I'm curious, God. Ms. Mertlin. I'm very curious about what you feel about this one.
1: No, oh, I feel like we're going to get some heat for this. I have a feeling it's all right. All right. So I'm answering the question: Have I ever capped my commission? My answer is yes. Do I think agents are overpaid? Would Be <laughs> I would and I would say a majority of them yes a minority of them absolutely not okay tell me what you mean by the
0: majority of agents who are overpaid
1: I think well as you know I have a very large soapbox on the barrier to entry of our business being so low you do and that Mm -hmm. I do what? You I've never mentioned it on the podcast, I'm sure. It is so high. That soapbox. (laughs) I think that there are a lot of great agents out there. I, I I think that they are in the minority. So the majority of agents, they don't have a marketing plan put together. They don't know how much it costs them to advertise a listing. So I think in that case they are likely the ones overpaid they're likely the ones taking pictures with their iPhone instead of using a professional photographer. Right. And we're just talking about like an average house, right? Like right. just a normal your average sale price condo right. or house or whatever your market is. Um I I think that I think that it is okay to adjust your commission Based on your marketing plan and also based on the home. So, there's been many times where I've worked with investors and we do a minimum commission because it's like, I mean, my marketing plan doesn't change too much Mm -hmm. depending on the house. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, for the lower priced homes, like we're really doing more marketing to investors if an investor is the one that's going to buy it Mm -hmm. versus like a homeowner. Or on the luxury homes, um, we might do additional advertising, um, that costs more money. I don't, I mean, this is a tough question. I obviously, you know, we can't be like, well, this is what you should do because Mm -hmm. that's against the law. And Mm -hmm. we don't know. I think you have to use your best judgment, but I think your judgment should be based in actual numbers of what you spend with a profit margin. That makes sense.
0: Got it. So are we, here's where I I feel like we are on a slippery slope. If we start capping our commissions, we in essence are saying to the public, we're as a whole not worth uh, X amount. Uh, You know, forever the standard, at least in Cincinnati has been 3%. That's not the case all over the country. As you know, there are 2%, 2 2.5%, 2.8%. I mean, it's all over the board. But if we get into capping, then we're picking and choosing what is that amount and that temp that gauge is based on the agent's tolerance for earning so in other words if i think $30,000 isn't a lot and you do then we're going to cap just according to our programming
1: for yeah but agents money. charge differently agents charge whatever they want anyway i mean a lot of times depending on their brokerage their brokerage may di- uh dictate what they charge but a number of us can charge i mean the brokerage will charge what they charge and then we negotiate with the seller on the charge for most people
0: it's correct and i believe it's a problem because that encourages okay. the seller to go f- find the lowest bid and then they get the lowest level of service in a lot of ways and it isn't well, an that's okay process. that's a choice yeah
1: people go to walmart or they go to you know
0: But it doesn't help our industry though. And you knowing that your main goal is to elevate the level of service and the bar by which we measure agents' ability to sell, like those two things will not go congruently together, in my opinion. You, what you want. I'm going to have
1: to respectfully disagree with you. (laughs) Please. I think that the issue definitely, I think I understand what you're saying. Let me try to repeat it. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. You're saying that if, a number. If it is commonplace to cap a commission, then the sellers will choose the lower commission more often than they won't.
0: Well, not ex- kind of what I'm saying. I think using the word capping a commission versus reducing your commission. I mean, really, is that the same thing? Are we talking about the same thing there?
1: Because I mean,
0: same thing. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I
1: believe. You, I don't think they do.
0: I believe that reducing our commission hurts our industry as a whole. What we ought to do is teach agents how to bring value and how not to sell yourself short, reduce your commission and create this environment where sellers know oh I got you something else. Like I think we're targeting the wrong thing there.
1: I believe I think in general I agree with you. Except isn't there at some point where the price of the house is is higher than like, you're not really spending any more on marketing. You're not really doing anything additional. I think I agree with you when we're talking about like an average Mm -hmm. priced home that's like going to sell, like it's about price. It's about condition. But I'm talking about like, once you get into like the really high luxury ones, like in Cincinnati, our, you know, luxury is 450 and up. Mm -hmm. So am I doing something different for an $800,000 house than I am for a million? Probably not,
0: so do you what's that price point for you where what check do you think is too big for you to sell a house?
1: I don't necessarily think it's too big for me. I mean I'll take money all day long <laughs> right, yeah. I'm just saying like does if I does it make sense for the seller to pay more if they're not really getting more like isn't there a, some kind of balance there
0: I I, do, I don't you know for me as an agent if I'm selling a eight hundred thousand dollar house, and earning what is that going to be twenty four thousand dollars, and then I have to sell a one hundred thousand dollar house and I only earn and keep you know at whatever significantly less obviously, I mean that's what makes our ability to earn across the board fair for us because sometimes we're going to make twenty five cents on the dollar and sometimes we're going to make four hundred dollars. Well, I think there should also be a
1: minimum on the same side. I think there should also be a minimum because there are, there is a cost to listing the home that we incur as real estate agents, depending on your marketing plan. So I, I personally do a minimum.
0: I do as well. It's the best standard I ever put in my business. I will not sell a house for less than $3,000. So I'll sell your $60,000 house, but you're going to pay me $3,000. Probably that's even still too low. I don't know. But I agree. Right. I mean, you'd
1: have to do the math on what you do for marketing and stuff like that. So, like, I think that it's on either end, there's a cost to doing business as a business owner. And there's also something that makes sense for the customer. So, like, yeah, sure. If I owned, you know, Macy's, I'd want to get the most I can for a shirt. But at some point, like the shirt is outpriced or it's like, you're, I don't know. It just feels weird. And maybe you're right. Maybe it is because I'm like live in Ohio, (laughs) but I just think like well, there's going to be somebody that that might pay. You
0: you can pay $400 for a white V-neck men's t-shirt and then you can pay $7 for it. Right. But the people that buy the $400 version want the brand that goes long. And if you're an agent that has a brand that brings Mm -hmm. a sense of, uh, perhaps luxury appeal to any house that you list, then that as a seller, you know, is something that they want to pay for. And that's not itemized out in an expense, you know, P and L for a right. house, you know? So I don't know. I don't disagree with you, actually. I think an interesting angle on this, well, maybe we'll do this another time is what about a cafeteria style approach to listing house here's what I do for three percent here's what I do for two percent here's what I do for four percent right
1: a lot of people do do that I mean there there were a couple people that will will range it or they say like for a flat fee you put it on the MLS but like I'm not doing anything like you're doing your pictures, you're doing right. like all this stuff. And then as I mean, for me, I really couldn't play in that space. I would get really confused mm-hmm. about like, which client. Like I have a hard time treating people differently based on the price of their home or what they mm-hmm. necessarily pay for it. But I also know that I'm not going to take a listing where I'm doing it for free either, because that makes no business sense.
0: A hundred percent. I think it's about confidence for the agents. If we all had a level of confidence, then we wouldn't even have these hesitations on price. I can go into any listing and know for sure I am worth the 3% on the listing side. I have a confidence Mm -hmm. around it. I'll explain why I do that. If you don't want to pay it, then I can say no, and I'm fine doing that. Not right. An agent has that confidence. That is, that's the problem. I think it's not the amount of money. Well, right. I also
1: think too. Like the seller. I mean, it's like the selling agent, the selling, the seller. Sorry, I can't talk today. The seller is also paying for the buyer's agent, which makes no sense. That's like paying your ex husband's divorce attorney. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Did you? Like, why would I pay somebody to? Hell no. <laughs> Like it just makes no sense either. And I think that's part of the problem too. It's like they're paying all this money for the other, for the buyer's agent. I think the buyer should be like pay their own.
0: I guess we're going to have to just scrap this whole issue. Oh, man, that's another. Over again.
1: <laughs> Look, I'll blow it up and start it over. That's Who's right. with me? <laughs> Let's go back to our corners, shall we?
0: I think we shall. <laughs> All
1: right, we're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we will have the street fight in the final punches. Yeah.
0: Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world eXp Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about eXp Realty. Welcome back. Now, before we ring the bell for the final round, you know what Jen and I do here. We, we, we always do it. We take it to the streets. It's only fair that we listen to you, our listeners, our fellow agents, the ones we love, the ones out there duking it out every day on the streets. So, Jen, what what are the people saying today about this?
1: Well, the people got a little heated. Whoa. I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Um, Jameson Melby said, "I never cap my commission. That said, I have four plans a seller can choose from. Eliminate commission arguments. My highest price listings have all went with the package that rhymes with heaven." Oh, interesting. Nice. That's kind of more in line with what you were saying. They're paying for the brand, perhaps. Well, what he's um, done there is
0: educate the seller to know that you get what you pay for. And so when they're interviewing the right. other agent and they're offering to do it for 1%, it brings that question into their mind. Like, I hmm, wonder what I'm getting for that. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Exactly. And I like how he like has a detailed out. He's like got different plans. It's like, we do this, like you had mentioned before. Uh, Ron Tarvin said, why would you? We all know it takes twice as much to sell a seven hundred fifty thousand dollars house as it does to sell a one point five million dollars house, and isn't that what showing value is all about? I mean, that that's a market to market thing. Sure, sure, love it. Like, I don't know that it takes much. And the thing is, is like if it does take twice as much, so then do you do you have a sliding scale if it becomes not difficult? No. Okay, hey, right. If know. it sells
0: in the first two days, are you giving the money back?
1: Right. Or if you are dual agent or yeah, like what right. happens there? I think it opens up a lot of arguments. Well, let's do. All right, Monica, let's do our final punches. Let's do you it. You ready? Yeah. Do it. You got one minute.
0: All right, good. So So answering the question, have I ever capped commission? No, I've never capped commission I based on the price. Have I reduced commission for a family member or something? Of course. But have I ever capped it based on the fact that I might make too much money? No, because I understand my value is not just in the line items uh, expenses for the house. It's not just how much money I spend on marketing. It's the fact that I'm going to advise them on how to prepare their house, how to stage their house, how to price with a pricing strategy. All of that is what they're paying for. They're paying for my expertise, my understanding, my opinions, my strategy that I, you you can't put a line item on that. So if you have the confidence and you know what you're doing, you should charge every ounce of money for that. Because my ability to explain to them how to set their house up to win, both pricing and physically, that's worth any amount of 3% uh, that they would be paying me. So that's why I say, no, I would never cap. I don't care how much your house costs.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. How about well, that? Okay. <laughs> Well, I think that you should look at your business, look at your profit margins, look at what it costs you to be in business, and decide what is the minimum that you would charge and what's the maximum that you would charge. I think it's fair for you as a business owner, and I think it's fair for the client. Bam.
0: Concise and pointed. I like it. I like it. All right, Jen. I think this is going to have to be it for today. Thank you as always for your insight and thanks to our, our listeners for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. We're going to call that one. A, uh, are we going to call it a
1: knockout? I don't, I feel like we, I don't know. I feel tired though. Did we knock each other out? It was a good fight.
0: I feel pretty beat up. That's for sure. (laughs) All right, guys, go to our Facebook page and comment and vote. Who do you think won today's toe to toe battle? Uh, and Jen, lead us out.
1: All right, rockstar agents. I hope you enjoyed today's battle and we hope that you heard something here today that will help you get clarity on your path for success and your standards in your business. Thanks, Monica. See you next time.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.